All right, hopefully this doesn't sound awful through the new recording equipment I'm using. I'm Tony Guerrero for those people listening. Episode of the Invincibly Super Massive Comic Book Podcast of Stuff. I'm Tony Guerrero, editor of ComicBind.com, and this is a strange version because we got Matt Oring. Hey, everybody! How are all you doing? Please answer at the same time. Thank you. Okay. I guess the real reason this is weird because we're doing this a little backwards. Yeah. Uh, so this is a impromptu podcast that we're we're doing differently because you're actually recording this and i'm actually uh, on skyping this time i'm doing this so weird because <clears throat> normally like if i'm recording a podcast i'll have two computers set up and one's recording just the skype and the other one i'm talking into um just so you don't get this weird kind of delay thing going on uh but one of my computers is down so my my laptop's recording, and I'm talking into my phone. Huh. So it's, the quality's going to sound awful. Well, so that's the thing. So we, we apologize for the quality. Um, yes. And I, I guess the, the, the behind-the-scenes stuff that people don't, don't care about, don't need to hear about, but there was not one record. So this is actually – this is, like, going to be going live, like, within minutes when we finish recording. Normally yeah. – yeah. These are recorded the week before. That didn't happen last week. And then Friday, there was no regular podcast because I was at home waiting for Batman to arrive at my house, um, the video game. Yeah, not just, not just Batman to show up at your house. <laughs> Batman, I mean. So, hey, do you have anything we can eat? I got some nachos. So, so yeah, I, I worked from home playing that delightful game. Um, and then there was no regular podcast. And then, then I was like, there's no regular podcast and there's going to be no super massive podcast. I was like, we can't do that. No, so, no. So we are doing this impromptu. So this is going to be, uh, a abbreviated version and you might be thankful for that. If the, the quality is not spectacular. I think they're coming here for the content. Not as uh, so much for the quality of crappy recording we're giving them right now. We'll, we'll see. Um, this just in, maybe. Um, when do we expect to see the trailer for the Amazing Spider-Man 2? Mark I don't know. Um, oh, Mark Webb apparently said... Oh, okay, so here's the thing. Mark Webb, who people may know, is uh, the director guy from the main yeah. Spider-Man. So he tweeted this earlier today sometime in some weird, strange lettering. It's like, what? what is it, like these symbols? But then people probably figured it out. It was written in Dwarvish. <laughs> I used to play D&D, and I love Lord of the Rings. I know what that is. So it was written in Dwarvish. So if you translate it, Apparently says 
trailer for the Amazing Spider-Man 2 comes in front of the Hobbit in 3D. Oh, wow, I'm seeing the tweet now. That's awesome. Yeah. So December 13th is when we'll see it. So I, I'm thinking chances are it's going to leak online before December 13th. They always do that. It's like, oh, yeah. The trailer is going to be attached to this movie, but <coughs> you can see it two days early and not have to go see the movie. We saw, um, not too much, but they, they were showing clips of, uh, what Electro looked like and a little bit of Spider Man during San Diego Comic Con outside of, uh, our home base, uh, outside of the Hard Rock. So we got to see a little bit of it. It looked kind of cool, but I mean, they didn't show too much. Huh. Interesting. I guess you didn't see it. I did not see that. I, I mean, I don't know where I was at. Do you ever go to a movie just to see a trailer? Have you ever gone to a movie just to see a trailer? Um, I believe, and it's, it's been a long time. I went and saw, it was a Brad Pitt movie. Meet I want to say it was, yes, Meet Joe Black to watch the Star Wars Phantom Menace uh, trailer. I think I left the movie too, and I got my money back. Just because I was like, okay, I saw the trailer, I'm going to leave. Yeah, I watched the trailer. I watched the movie. How was it? Eh, I don't remember much of it. Not one of his best. So, there's no 12 Monkeys. No, great film. Or Fight Club. Or Cool World. Cool World is terrible. <laughs> Don't push me, don't push me. I used to say that all the time. I used to have a standee of Cool World. The, the What's her name? Um, the, uh... Holly. What's uh, her name? Holly? Kim Bassinger? Yeah, yeah Kim ba- Basinger. Basinger, some people say. I don't know. I had to sit in a different chair because my chair, my leather chair is uh, creaky in my office. Okay. So, um... I, uh, have You haven't played Batman at all, right? Arkham Origins. No, I, ju- I just got um, Lego Marvel Universe. Uh, Lego Marvel Superhero sent to me, and I just started playing that. So I have been... The Wii U? The Wii U. Um, I, I don't care what the system came the system is for, to be honest. But I, it's been really, really... I've only gone through the first level, and it's, it's a blast so far. I just haven't had the time to get into it too much anymore. Kind of challenging for you, huh? It's a really, it's a, you know what, like, That's okay, it's, it's a, I know I beat Sandman. Uh, I was, it is a little, it's a big, cause I just got done playing Lego City Undercover for Wii U. So, um, I, uh, it, it's a big, uh, it's a leap there. There's a lot of different things to learn and, uh, and different powers to use. Lego City is just one guy and this one is just tons of, uh, Superheroes that all have their own special powers. Spider-Man has been the most fun to play with, though. I like just kind of web-slinging with them. Interesting. It is interesting. Yeah, yeah I've been playing. I, I, I'd like to get it, but I think I'll wait. I, I never finished uh, Lego Batman 2. No, no you gave me your copy. No, Lego? Didn't you give... No. Yeah, I, I, think you, you... I, no I thought you gave me your copy. copy. I gave you, uh, I think it was Arkham, Arkham City. Who were you? No, no, but I thought you gave it to me for PlayStation 3. The no, DC. I, I, I gave you um, Ar- yeah, Arkham City for Wii U. Okay, I didn't even, I didn't beat that, that one. Because I already beat the Xbox. Xbox. Yeah, but it's Wii U, man. It's extra stuff. Yeah, yeah the extra stuff for that was not worth it. It was like you have armored powers, and it didn't really matter. Yeah, so playing Arkham Origins. Now, it's a good game. It's a fun game. And, you know, I know some people were seem to be upset when I, I gave my impressions of the game. Uh, I mean, 
it, it's it's really hard to, to look at it, it where in many ways you know you know what you're getting you know it, yeah. it's it's arkham city it's arkham asylum it, it's it's pretty much the same there is some new stuff added you know there, there are some new features added but in a sense it, it's it's the same game so that's that's good because you know people like the game so you know yeah. you want more of the same thing but at the same time it is more the same thing so you know you have that that aspect of it and I, I've seen other people talk about it where they're like, it's just a glorified expansion pack, which, you know. That's, that's what I heard from a, another reviewer from another site, site was, was that it just feels like Arkham City, City but larger. Yeah, I mean, it is definitely, you know, you, you can go around, you can do more, you know, you got your crimes in progress, where a lot of them, yeah. are, it's, it's just, there's a bunch of guys hanging out in the streets, so you just go and beat them up. Yeah. yeah. But, but, I mean. You know, I, I'm definitely I'm not knocking the game. You know, it, 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 the, the main thing you're 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 Batman. You're playing as Batman. You're going around Gotham City. You know, you're you're talking to you know, different people. So yeah. it is cool. The, the the problem is, unfortunately, there's just glitches, and I've I've heard other people with the worst stories than I had. But you know, there there's a one part like early on, it's like you know you, you swing all the way across the bridge to get to this other part of Gotham, like like Spider Man mm -hmm. practically. And well, that that's a cool thing because there is there is an option where you can go in the bat plane, and you okay. can you can have it drop you off at different locations. Unfortunately, at this point, um, Edward Nigma like blocked these signals, so the bat plane, which apparently only operates by remote control, was not uh -huh. able to drop you off. So you have to go swinging all the way across the bridge. <laughs> but. Um, would then that spawn once. Like, yeah. like the first time you do it, it spawned. After that, it just becomes tedious. Yeah, it's like shoot, shoot, shoot. But then, uh, so there's part, you know, you're, you're looking for Penguin because the whole, the, the, and I'm not really spoiling anything at this this point, but Black Mask puts a, a bounty on your head. So all these assassins are. On Christmas, on Christmas Eve. Eve. Yeah, Christmas Eve. Which explains why there's not a lot of people on the streets. Because, you know, they're all. <laughs> that's right. So that, that's I, I, heard, I heard a lot of complaints about that. You know, they're all, they're all inside, you know, watching um, Christmas Story. Oh, oh nice. Ralphie. Um, so, in order to find Black Mass, he's like, oh, I got to find a penguin first. So, you're, you're going to the meet where they're supposed to be. And right when I get there, he's like, the penguin's not here. I better, you know, hide somewhere to, you know, wait for them. And then it everything just went black. You know, he, he shoots his grapnel, like, to go to a higher vantage point. Everything goes black. I can hear the city, <coughs> you know, hear like cars and, and stuff like that, and uh -huh. I can't do anything. I can't can't pause it, can't restart it, can't reset it. So I had to like get up, and you walk to the machine, and then basically you know start it over. And nice. then, <laughs> and then I you know I go to the login. It's like okay, here's my save, I, and it, it just it wouldn't do anything. It just sat there and froze. So I'm like, what what is going on? And but then. I, I so I had to restart it again. Uh -huh. I tried it, and then it just it sat there. You know, went to load my save. It sat there for the longest time, and just staring at it. So I'm like, okay. So I'm on my phone, you know, looking stuff. And then finally, like after like a minute or two, it it just kicked in. So I'm like, geez. So but yeah, but I, they didn't I, rush that game out. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess the thing is, you know, with, there's there's so many games coming out that it's not like they could have really delayed it because you know you don't want to compete against the other big games and then yeah. you got uh the the next generation games coming out just around the corner too 
Yeah. Yeah. So that's weeks. that's weeks from now, even. November fifteenth is PlayStation. Yeah. I'm not sure about Xbox because I'm not getting one. I'm not, I'm not keeping up because I'm not getting either. I'm getting a PlayStation. I I don't know what game I'm gonna get. Is is my problem? Because I was gonna get Watch Dogs. Because that's that's, like, that's got pushed back. Yeah. So I might get Killzone. And those Kill Zone games are so just cookie cutter boring. Yeah. Or I might do um, Assassin's Creed. Those, those games are always fun. Yeah. So, because I think that comes out, the regular one comes out like this week? Next week? I don't even know. But I, I like a good first person shooter. I mean, it can be fun. I used, I used to, and then, uh, the, 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 the Call of Duty series stuff being about World War II and past wars, and I no one cares. Well, so I don't know. We'll see. Or maybe I'll just wait. Or go with Xbox and get Titanfall when that comes out. Because that looks awesome. Did I Xbox. might be getting the Xbox. That's right. I was always a PlayStation guy, and then I finally got the 360. So I'm a Nintendo, Nintendo guy, so I've got my review. Yeah, Skylanders. I got Skylanders for for PlayStation. Or I mean for Xbox. Uh-huh. So I don't I don't know if I need another one. Let's see. I mean, last Nintendo I had was GameCube. Wow. Yeah, because I didn't really. really? Else, wait, what, what was after GameCube? The the Wii, the, yeah, the largest selling like system of all time. I believe. Yeah, I didn't get the Wii. Yeah. It, it was, was fun for a little. little like, So, I don't know. I mean, we should probably be talking about comic books. Yeah, yeah some big uh, comic books coming out tomorrow. You know, that's the big. thing. There's, there's not a lot, but there's there's a few, like, really good stuff coming out. Yeah. I mean, is there anything, like, what are you looking forward to that, as people are listening, waiting to go to the comic store or reading on Comixology? Um, obviously... Saga, but that, that's kind of like if you, I gotta ask you what I'm waiting for to come out. The saga is always gonna be number one. Um, to, but to avoid the whole saga thing, I'm actually really, really excited for Cataclysm. Uh, the supposed maybe we don't know end of the ultimate universe. Um, it's not a first issue coming out tomorrow or today if you're listening to this on Wednesday. Uh, it's a point one issue. Bill Cobb is writing it. It's got a couple different artists on it, so we'll see how that looks. But um, this is going to be the kind of lead-in to Cataclysm from Hunger. And I really enjoyed Hunger overall, even though one day it's okay for me. But I'm really excited for Cataclysm. I think it's going to be awesome. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, when it's a point one issue and there's more than one artist, that's... That that concerns me a little. So I don't know. We'll yeah, see. yeah, it normally does. It normally does, it normally does for me, but um, I have, I have good, faith good faith in what Bill Cobb is doing with the Ultimate Universe. That I think the story will be strong enough for me to overlook it, or maybe the artists are all doing it the same style. You know, we don't. We'll see tomorrow, essentially. Yeah. Do you think it's going to be the end of the Ultimate Universe? I. When, when they first announced it in San Diego in July, um, I said yes. But as we're getting closer and closer, and I've done interviews with Bielkov a couple times since then, I actually want to say no. But I have a feeling that some of the ultimate characters are going to be going over to 616. 
I think, I think Miles, Miles Morales is going to end up in six one six hundred percent. That that could be risky. I mean, that right there is why I would say that they they're not going to get rid of the Ultimate Universe because that's such a strong title. Yeah. yeah. Um. But then, you know, if there's any characters that that go over, you know, you, you can't have like Hawkeye. You know, that would make sense if Ultimate no. Hawkeye goes over, and then there's like two Hawkeyes running around. You know, even though in the X Men universe, you know, that's not a problem, obviously. But yeah. there's there's really no like ultimate character. I mean, there's it would just be weird like if you had Ultimate Reed Richards, you know, in a Marvel regular Marvel universe. It, it, I think it would, it would be awesome for him. It, it would, but you know, to, I, I I don't know. It would just it would just be be weird. Actually, speaking of Fantastic Four, you know who's who's gonna be writing Fantastic Four? I do not know. So here, here's the thing. <laughs> Apparently, I don't know where this 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 announcement came from, but um, you know, because we know that Matt Fraction is ending his his run. You know, because yeah. he's got other stuff. But apparently, let's see, when was on October twelfth? It was announced. So wh- that was was that New York Comic Con October twelfth? That would have been, been New York, yeah. yeah. Okay, so somehow we totally missed this, which is weird because yeah. I don't know what what panel they announced it. They 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 announced who's going to be the new new writer for Fantastic Four, and it wasn't any of the teasers. I don't think there was any. You would think that they would have a teaser. No, but they never had his name on any of the teasers. So it's going to be James Robinson writing the Fantastic Four. Oh, oh weird. weird. Yeah. Weird, weird but like good, good, good weird. Yeah, because FF is, is ending. Yeah. yeah. Issue 16 is the last issue, and Mike already stated that the plan was always to end the series at 16, because then obviously uh-huh. he's moving on to Silver Surfer. Yeah. So, um, but then uh, I forgot how he described... Um, Fantastic Four, which sounds kind of weird. Um, oh, the story starts. Oh, there's an ad on this site, not our site. How do I turn this ad off? Jeez, this is I do not like sites that force ads on top, and then you know you got to try to find the the close button. So. Anyways, there's, there's, there's a few of those sites where you have to wait 30 seconds, seconds before it goes away, too, which makes it even worse. That's just crazy. So the, the story starts with the demise of the Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. And then the, I guess the series is going to be like, how did that happen? That's what, what, what James is going to be doing. And Leonard Kirk is going to be doing the art. What, what else has Leonard Kirk been on? It sounds familiar, but I can't think of anything. Um, let's see. He's he's done. I think he's done. Um, I have a feeling like he's he's done Ultimate. Has he did? Did he do Ultimate Fantastic Four? All right. Let's see. Looking on the site called ComicVine.com. I've heard of it. Um, he's done X Factor. He did the, the Captain Britain in the MI thirteen. Okay. Okay. Um. He did Justice Society of America. He did 19 issues. He did some New Mutants. Um, he did some Aquaman. Ooh, which, which issues of Aquaman? Aquaman? I might know. He did six issues of Aquaman. He did 33 through 38. 
in so that's 2005. Right after, okay, okay, so that's right, right after San Diego. Diego. Uh, San Diego is, I think, 25. He has the water hand. Yeah, yeah that's, 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 uh, Ostrander was right in there, correct? correct? Um, let's see, 33 is, no. Wait, no. no. 33 is John Arcudi. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, there you go. That is, that is true, true that, that I, I failed to put on trivia. Yeah, so, it, it'll, be, it'll be interesting. Um, the weird thing is, it's like, uh, we need to get James back in on the podcast yeah because yeah. like i have no idea like what he has planned for this we haven't talked to him since it's been since like summer and it's like the last time i really talked to him was at image expo which is weird because mm-hmm. you know it was literally like two blocks from the office and so yeah. i was, was going over there and then he's he's right there in line so we 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 hung out and listened to the the keynote speech where they revealed everything. And then I saw him like for 30 seconds at San Diego. Cause he was only there for like a day. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then that's about it. So, but he's been busy. Cause I mean, it, that's crazy. So he has fantastic four. He has all new Avengers. Uh-huh. And isn't he doing something else? He's doing some of the image, isn't he? He's got yeah. He's got a, something at Image, which I, I think they've announced that they're the name. But I thought he was he was doing something else at Marvel. Um, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. Shh. Why not? Shh. Um, what else is it? Yeah, I don't. I, I could have sworn there was. He's doing something else. Besides Fantastic Four and all new, um, yeah, I don't know. Well, regardless, that's huge and that's that's awesome. And that'll be a, a book I'll definitely pick up personally. Yeah. Um. So, w- what are your thoughts on Battle of the Atom? You haven't read that yet, right? I have been so sloppy on my reading of that because it went through a couple books I don't like. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't read the Wolverine, the X-Men ones. I only read one of the Uncanny X-Men 1 issues. Um, I think Wolverine the X-Men was last week, wasn't it? Yeah. I like the first Wolverine the X-Men. The one last week, I wasn't completely crazy about it. Yeah, I, I missed out on it, but I'm going to pick up uh, the, the conclusion to it. It's kind of crazy, and... Uh, I don't know what to like. I like it, but I don't. I don't know. It feels so scattered to me because it goes through all these different books. That yeah, it's like where are the where are the original five this week? Oh, they're with this team. Now they're back with this team. And it is, there's not a lot of cohesiveness to the whole the story as a whole. I feel. Yeah, I I, th- I think I like it more than because I'm, I'm hearing a lot of people not liking it. Uh, I mean, I I love all new X Men. I mean, that that's yeah, one of my, same here. my favorite, favorite books. Uh, so that's what I've been enjoying about about this. It is weird when you know I, I like Brian Woods X Men, but it, it's yeah. weird seeing him in there. And same thing with Wolverine X Men. You know, Jason Aaron. Jason Aaron writes most of this issue. Uh-huh. So when I saw that, I was, I was like, oh, okay, because you know, obviously you want want Bendis to write it since he's doing all new X Men and Uncanny X Men. 
Yeah. And it, it's, uh, I think it's like 32 pages, like a, of actual story. So it, it's, it's, uh-huh. it's oversized, but there's a bunch of artists. Well, and, and the main part, you have Isad Rubik and Giuseppe Kim Coley, where the art's pretty good, but then like right at the halfway point, it switches and that the inks are like really thick. So it's, uh-huh. it's, it gets gets a little distracting there. So that, that was a problem right there. But what I like more here, and I, I, I don't want to talk too much about this this issue since uh-huh. you know, I'm not, obviously I'm not going to spoil anything. But um, I think it was, in, I, I don't know if it was in, in Wolverine X-Men, the last part, where there's like so many characters crammed in like one panel, like on each page, that it, uh-huh. it, it felt cluttered and... and you know, poor. I I think it might have been. I don't know if it was Giuseppe Camicola who did that, but it's it's like I, I kind of felt bad that you know because he there was a lot to do. You know, a lot to draw, and you can kind of see it that there was a lot to do there. So at least here, it is. It's it's more spread out, so it, it doesn't feel crammed, oh. and and it it almost gives it a, a bigger feel because you know you're it it's, it was kind of like like in the Avengers. You know, the Battle of New York as they like to yeah reference in, in a tv show where you know you, you see like it, it, the, the camera would kind of pan to different avengers and it, it gave you like a bigger you know feel of of the battle rather than just taking yeah. place like in one one place so you kind of get get that feeling here the other thing i liked is there's there's four epilogues here wow <laughs> four epilogues uh the first one it's written by jason aaron so it's like okay second one is by brian wood so you can maybe figure out what, what that one's going to be about. Uh, yeah. Third one is Jason Aaron again, but the arts of like Chris Bacolo. And that, that one's interesting. <laughs> it's, it's like they, like the, the epilogues keep getting better as you progress. Then the last uh-huh. one is, is by Bendis and Stuart Immonen. And that's all I'm going to say. When I got, got to that ending, I was like, whoa. So, um, I, I, it's 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 definitely changing things like you know they, they promised kind of looking at this it's while I, I did enjoy having all these different characters uh-huh. it is is kind of like you know we're, we're introduced to like all these various future X-Men and stuff like that and I thought they were cool and everything but it's almost like they weren't really necessary uh-huh. and I, I kind of did like the, the the how it went into the different books because that sped up the, the process. Like if we had to wait yeah. ten months, that that would have been insane. So yeah. at least we got this on a weekly basis. The problem is some writers have they they kind of have the voice for their characters you know better than others. Yeah. So when when it was in X-Men or Wolverine X-Men, you know, it, it felt a little weird when it was like the young X-Men who Bendis has been shaping or evolving or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like, I mean, it was only 10 parts. It, it could have been shorter, but it's like, I did want to see more of these future X-Men, but in this yeah. story, it just, you know, at some point it's just, you know, it, it could have been trimmed down a little bit. And then, you know, we, uh-huh. we do, we do get a pretty big, ending that's going to they're, they're on, a, on, a, on a couple different levels that's going to change things change things for the x-men forever and all that stuff 
by forever they mean like, like six months. Uh, maybe yeah. I mean, but, but the the like how did you? So you didn't read the last one you said. Wolverine. Uh, no, no. Okay, because um, yeah, the, I mean, yeah, it, it might change things. You know, the the mute. Let's say the mutant human relation might be called into question again. Again. <laughs> yeah. So, so there's gonna be some people that aren't too happy, and maybe there's gonna be some people don't don't survive. Oh no! Possible spoiler. Yeah. Um. Uh, see, other books uh, to look forward to now. Damien, son of Batman. Oh, I cannot wait for this. I'll admit, I was I was a little a little concerned for this. Um, you know, obviously. I, th- I think most people really like Damien, and you yes. know, we all we all miss him. And the idea of of going into the future that you know to see when Damien is Batman, because this is actually before that, so that I think is even cooler. Uh-huh. Like you know, we we get to see what's going to happen. Um, what do you know about the story? I mean, based on the cover, or based on the you, cover. Or do you you know anything like the premise of the story? Like, I mean, you, I mean, I don't want to give away something, but I, I think it's kind of known what's gonna happen. All, like all I know is that uh, it has a Robin on the cover, Hubert's mm-hmm. drawing it, and I want to buy it. And it has Damien. I mean, like Hubert's drawing it and Damien's in it. I'm gonna buy it. That's uh, all I know. What's What's weird is is they 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 mention or reference. Kubert as as the co-creator of, of uh-huh. Damien, which you know I never really thought of it like that, because you know it, yeah. that I mean he did. I, I guess that that's that's the whole thing because you know it was Grant Morrison. You know everyone thinks like oh yeah. Grant Morrison created Damien, but it's like um, Andy Kubert was the artist who and, originally drew it. So yeah, so it's like the but I I I, you know, I I'm not trying to the question it at all but it's like yeah. did he come up with like the look and the design and you know it's, it's like how much was was on morrison and how much was on on kubert because you know morrison sometimes yeah. would you know would draw little sketches and you know in his scripts and stuff like that but yeah. i i think that that's cool that they they re- refer to him as a co-creator and i would think that grant morrison doesn't have a problem with that because i think i would think that not that he's like a jerk or anything like that but I think he has enough clout with DC that if you know, he could say, uh, no, 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 you know, yeah, I, I'm the, yeah. the only creator. So I, that, that's good that, you know, he's getting the credit for that. Cause I've never, I can't remember ever hearing him credited as being co-creator. Yeah. That's so, awesome. So, um, um, I'm trying to see what, what, the, well, I mean, if, so if you look at the cover and if you know what's eventually going to happen, you know, this is Damien's, route his 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 path to becoming the next batman uh-huh. so that right there makes makes it interesting to see that that moment uh where where i question one thing now that i think about it i i seem to recall that i think it was in batman incorporated it was mentioned that that damien was 14 when batman died uh-huh. and you know so 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 that that meant Okay, in our continuity, that would leave about four years, which you know that that could go a long ways, and you know in yeah. comic book time. But if you look at the cover, he doesn't look like he's fourteen. 
on the cover. So we'll just leave it at that. But it, it's it's actually pretty interesting. Um, and th there's there's kind of crazy ending. So we'll just say another crazy. So many crazy endings this week. I hate the fact that I can hear you flipping through the book right now. <laughs> and then there's this part happens, and then this, and then this. Yeah. So it, it's 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 good. Um, the problem is where I, the other part where I'm I'm a little concerned is it's only a four issue miniseries. Sometimes uh -huh. four four issue miniseries kind of leave you, you know, a, a little wanting more. Yeah. They, they can be a little little trite, you know, where it's, it's like because you know the first issue has to set things up. Yeah. And then, you know, and then you're already a, a quarter of the way through the series. So, you know, there, mm -hmm. there's not much more that can happen. So, I don't know. I mean, it, it's, I'm definitely intrigued. There's, there's a couple mysteries and there's a crazy ending. There's some really great scenes. So, it's, it should be, I think it should make people happy. Um, the other crazy big book that came out, or is coming out this week, <laughs> is... Sandman Overture. Oh, yeah. Another book I'm super excited about that you're probably flipping through right now that's making me sad. Oh, uh, you know what? Want to know what's, what's going to make you more sad? What? I have two copies in front of me. Oh. I have, have both covers. I don't know which one I like more. You know, you have I, I saw both the covers. They look nice. Yeah, so there's J.H. William covers and then there's Dave McKean cover, which... I'll I'll say about this is reading it it it, it literally it, it felt like being back with old friends because nice. like there's one I was, I was like whoa that character's here I mean there's one like right away um, before you know, you kind of see this this character and you don't really know who it is but then I was like I was like I was like is that and then you find out it is and so that that was cool um, but I've already got my hopes up to see a lot of old Sandman characters now. Well, I mean, and, and you know the premise of this, that this is takes place before Sandman number one. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that, that you know, when I first heard that, I was like, oh, this is just a prequel. You know, so it's not. It's, it's a before Watchmen. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, you, you can't really continue it because unless you go with, uh, you know, with, um, oh, what was that, that kid's name? I'm not at the end of Sandman yet. Oh, then never mind. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, um. I'm totally blinking on it, which I, I shouldn't be. It, it's been so long. I'm almost afraid to go back and reread um, Sandman because I, I don't know if they'd feel too dated. No, they don't. I mean, I, I started reading Sandman three years ago. I'm only on volume five, but uh, it's, I mean, yeah, the art's a little dated, obviously, but it's still, story-wise, really holds up very well. And then you got it's those better than a lot of story. The colors are... Well, well, you can get the remaster. I have one of the volumes with remastered colors on it, which, which looks, looks nice. nicer. Yeah, I, I got the. I think I got volume two of like the the big oversized, like the annotated. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like I, because I, I that was given to me. I, I got to get the first one. Um. So that that would be cool. But um. So I mean, the way it ends is it's like, yeah, you know, you could try to continue the story, but I'm actually glad that they went to the beginning because. You know, the, the whole idea is in the, in the first issue of Sandman, you know, he was he was captured. Yeah, and it's, it's like, how the heck did that happen? So this, I, I guess this is supposed to lead up to that moment, which I think is really cool. The only thing is, I don't know if how long ago you read that that first arc, because I, I remember Martian Manhunter being in there. I think like the Justice League. 
was was in that that, that, that first arc. So Let me check. It is literally two feet from me. Literally. Literally. That's what the kids say a lot. Um, yeah, but they they mean they, 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 they're trying to say figuratively. They say literally. Because uh, my my niece, my daughter, I don't think it's it's a thing at her school, but my niece at their school, like, because um, she had a, a birthday party recently, and so a bunch of her friends were like, like literally this or. Uh huh. Uh, it's it's kind of funny. I'm, I'm really quickly quick quick looking through, through it, it and, and no, no justice. justice. I'm pretty sure I, I I seem to recall Martian Manhunter being in there, and I don't know. But I mean that obviously is in a whole different continuity now. Yeah. yeah. So. Constant scene or constant time, whatever you want to call them. Uh, uh, Etrigan. Um. For any goodness. goodness. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, Wesley Dodds was in the first issue. Elvis yes. Presley was in the first issue. Yeah. Colonel Sanders. Colonel Sanders. Sanders I, don't I don't think, think so. so. According to Comic Vine, Elvis Presley, Colonel Sanders, Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe was. Whoa! Comic Vine just like freaked out on me. Um, but uh, I know, uh, let's see, this is like the an interesting part where we were trying to figure out what, what's going on. Oh, okay. Here we go. Issue two, go to Sandman. According to Comic Vine, Hell Jordan was in there. Okay. That's getting crazy. And Constantine. Constantine. There's Marilyn Monroe right there. There's Elvis Presley. Uh, let's see. Three. So yeah, Hal Jordan is supposedly an issue too. Asylum. That's a lot. A whole two years. That's here. You go. Martian Manhunter is an issue five. Martian Manhunter, Mister Miracle, Scarecrow. Scarecrow. So it's um, um spoiler it's it's really good. That's a bad spoiler. No, I don't want to read it. Uh, that, that, I mean the artist is like oh my gosh. I mean it, the artist is just amazing. I mean J H Williams like the, the detail he puts in on panels uh-huh. and there's 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 a I mean just tons of little little tiny tiny detail. There's there's like like some pages where. There's kind of like a border around there, which you know, it's you see that a lot in, in fables. But uh-huh. what I notice is like they don't just use the same borders because in, in fables a lot of time it's 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 the same one, uh-huh. but these do not appear to be the same border at all. There's so many little tiny lines. So it's 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 uh, it's such a good looking book. And and the the colors, Dave Stewart, and that guy is amazing. So it's definitely, um, it, it's 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 something. I'll say that. Which cover are you gonna get? Oh, uh, the main one. one. The if, I had my, if I had my choice. 
Well, I mean, I, I don't know what the allocation is because the um, inside just says cover A and cover B. For so all maybe it's, it's a 50-50 split. Yeah. That's what it seemed. If I was at the comic book store, that's what it would look like to me when I put this out. So, yeah, it's, I, I don't know which one I like like better. I, I kind of like the J.H. Williams one, because uh, Sandman's head's kind of kind of weird. In the, yeah. The other. But the other one, it, it's so, you know, classic. You know, it's, yeah, it kind of looks like the old Sandman, Sandman issue. Yeah. Or it has that, it has same, that same feeling. feeling. There's this book that Neil Gaiman did. I don't know if you ever saw it. It was called uh, Mr. Punch. No, I've never, never seen it. It was a, a hardcover and you know, it's hard to cover graphic now. Like, pretty sure it was a what's it called, Mister Punch? Um, yeah, the the, tra the comical tragedy or tragical comedy of Mister Punch. Um, so this was Vertigo, and it was put out in '94 in hardcover, and it was Neil Gaiman and Dave McKean, and okay. it's 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 kind of like a you know Punch and Judy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's 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 such a weird story so i mean that's it, it's one people should check out. i don't i have no idea if it's in, in print anymore or you know but it's 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 a it's a weird one um and then we have the end of lights out yeah pretty excited for that one too. too yeah did you um see did the preview for this no, I did not look. I did not look at the preview we had on the site. Because uh, um, some some stuff stuff with Carol's happening. Don't, don't, don't spoil, spoil it. I'm surprised. surprised. It's in in the preview. It's not a spoiler. Yeah, I, I didn't read. I didn't read the previews. Therefore, it's a spoiler to me. me. Let's let's hear for your prom. Right, I'm gonna flip to the end and tell you. <laughs> You're just ruining the whole book for me. I'm ruining it for me too. I didn't read this. There's this one scene that I just flipped to. <laughs> like Relic is getting attacked. So not not a spoiler. <laughs> his head. That's is, technically a spoiler. His, his head is is kind of um, pushed to the side. <laughs> There's like some some I won't say who. Some people kind of like attacking them and like kind of grabbing it. They're just. Like three three little bodies on top of his giant head. <laughs> oh, and it's not supposed to be funny, <laughs> but it is. I'm sorry, that was um, really And then I have Action Comics annual here <laughs> with L. 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 Yeah. I'm not gonna pick that one up. I can't throw for it. Did the art on this whole thing. I like him as an artist, I just don't. Superman, you really gotta do something special. Same thing with Thor. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not crazy about hell. I don't know. I hate to say it, but there's that. And then Forever Evil Argus. I don't know. Stop picking that up. You are or not? No, I'm not. I'm not picking that up. Why not, man? It's Argus. I don't care for Argus. Why not, man? Because I think that one's the least interesting, interesting of the, of the uh, Forever Evil Times. Sterling Gates wrote this. I didn't know that. Really good writer. Yeah, I don't know how. I mean, it's 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 an interesting choice and uh, makes you wonder, like, what what are they trying to? Well, I I guess if you look at in terms of the story, 
And if all the heroes are gone, oh, it wow. makes sense that Argus is like, holy crap, we gotta, we gotta step up and, and do something. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm more intrigued with, with like what what's going on in the rest of the universe. Yeah, yeah. You know, we, you know, we we saw like Teen Titans are like, oh, the Justice League, you know, they're gone. We got to do something about it. So you know, then they they try stepping up. So the same thing with with Argus. <laughs> They gotta do something. So, um, Superior Spider-Man is out this week. Yay! So some crazy things. And I don't know about this Doc Ock guy. It's it's like Dan Slat keeps making things crazier and crazier. It's just like, man, oh man. Because you should see what happens here. I know a lot of people are like, because <laughs> you know the covers like. Him and 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 Black Cat. I won't call her Catwoman. Black I mean, Catwoman. Catwoman. Because uh, she's a woman and yeah. she's got yeah. cat things. But yeah, so people are, might be shocked what happens between them two. Just all I'll say. They have lunch. They together. have lunch together. Uh, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! I don't know about that. Oh. oh. Uh, did you see the Justice League War trailer? No, I did not. No, I did not. Oh, my goodness. Very busy week at the college. I had not been able to uh, watch videos. Except for Captain America and X-Men. I watched X-Men today. The interesting thing is, so we we got, like, so IGN had the exclusive trailer yesterday. And we got, which is kind of bad, we got a lot of views on our news page. Uh-huh. Where we embedded that because you know that's what we got to do. It's like, you know, people people might not be aware, you know, and and you know some of some of our, our community goes to IGN. That that's fine, you know, because we're yeah. we're friends yeah. with Joey Esposito when you know he was running, which I don't know if they've announced who's I don't know who's running. I, I have no idea who's running, who's running it. Um, so yeah, so we we posted their trailer up you know, from their YouTube channel, which. You know, adds to their views, so you know they they get that. But we got quite a bit of views uh-huh. for for that. Like, let me see on a news page. Yeah, right now it's the the most viewed article for the week, uh-huh. even though it just came out yesterday. Uh, Warner Brothers sent the the clip over, so I I was able to upload it to our site and our YouTube channel and. We had 1,200 views just on, just today, like not even a day. Wow, wow! On our channel, so pe- people are excited about that. The weird thing on our YouTube channel, I'm not seeing the comments. There's 36 comments, but but they they you can't see them. Normally, so, you can see the comments where people are saying this or that. Yeah, because if you click on it, you still can't see the comments. So. So you're missing out on 30 comments and someone's calling me a video clip gay then. Well, there's there's three people that didn't like this. And there's 88 people that did like it. Those three people people commented 10 10 times each. This is stupid. Because that's how the internet works. It is funny. There's... Like just about every video that we put up on on YouTube, there's there's like one person 
as I, I would be willing to bet it's the same person that that doesn't like it. Yeah, yeah. You know, because they always sure, always click sure. that. But what what they don't realize, because as as soon as you go to a page, you're giving it a, the video a view, correct? Um, I believe um, now I think, you have to now watch, you have to a, watch certain, a certain portion of it. Portion of it. Like Maybe a certain amount. A certain amount. Maybe. Because it, it seems like as soon as you click on it, it registers as a view. But it is, if that's the case, then by them going to the video to click that they don't like it, they're actually giving the video a view, which is kind of defeating the purpose. But anyways, so you didn't watch that. So it's really cool. But how do you feel about no Aquaman being in there? Oh, Aquaman's, oh, my, Aquaman's my favorite. favorite. But I really, really like Shazam, so I'm I'm okay. Shazam, to be fair, maybe a better character to kind of bring in a younger generation because it is a boy in a man's body with superpowers. So that may be a better way to get new readers or new viewers interested in DC Comics. Because Aquaman just kind of had this stigma that he was too lazy to leave the world. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like you want to see him. And I, I don't know. I, I guess going back, it's like, did he did he have like a crucial role in this arc? You know, no, he, no. when he, he first debuts, you know, he he's looks all badass and everything. You know, coming out of the water with his his necklace and yeah, you know, yeah. His, and throwing the the parademon. So I you know I'm actually fine with this. I, I thought about doing an article with this because I know a lot of people are upset, <laughs> and, and you know, rightfully so because you know I, I I do really like Aquaman as well. Yeah, but. Yeah. What, what what I think this is what makes this interesting is, you know, I I, I, I don't want just a straight adaptation of the story arc. You know, no. I don't care how, how good a story arc is. You don't want it to be word for word the same thing. So by by introducing Billy Batson here, that that's going to add like a, a bit of original element to it. You know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's going to change things up. And, you know, how is he going to interact with the others and everything is, you know, that makes it interesting. So. It won't be totally in line with the comic, but it doesn't have to be. So I'm okay with that. And then I think there's a rumor that Aquaman is going to have like his own feature coming up. Yes, please, please, please. Yeah, I don't know if there's any truth to that. Like, you know, I think some people are saying that maybe they're going to do like Throne of Atlantis or something. Oh, yeah, that's that's fantastic. That would make sense if if they, you know, if because they they just did Flashpoint, and now they're doing Just League War, which is you know the basically the first New Fifty Two story. Yeah. yeah. So then you know then you got the team together. So if they move forward, you know then yeah you you can do Throne of Atlantis. You'd have to introduce Aquaman to Justice League and all that, but they could do that. So it that'd makes be, sense. That, yeah. Or maybe they'll just do something just on Aquaman. So who knows. Sub Diego, come on, Sub Diego. Yeah, that I think that's gone. Never happened. Lady in the water, do the lady in the water arc. We get the water water hand. Did you see? You probably didn't see the Days of Future Past trailer then either. No, I said I told you I watched that today. Oh, I was kind of surprised. Like like six in the morning, and I see like trailers out. I'm like, what? So I had to throw that up on the site. Which that is almost that that is the number three most viewed um, article for the week. So it's the catching up week. on the week. It's catching up on um, the Bears. I'm, I'm in the Winter Soldier. 
Uh, yeah, Winter Soldier and X-Men both look really, 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 really good. Yeah. What I want to see, you know, because I have a feeling this might be Hugh Jackman's last run as Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah. So, what could they do next? You know what they could do next? What's that? What's that? They could do Old Man Logan. Oh, I love, oh, I love that, that story. That'd be a good one. one. I know. I, I just actually I just came across my issues. They're in the garage, which they shouldn't be there. I was like, whoa. I shouldn't put these in the garage. No, put no. these somewhere else. So yeah, I, I, I that would I think it'd be great to do an old man Logan. Um, the only problem is they'd ha- they'd have to make some changes, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know you can't have Red Skull in there. No. No. Yeah, they'd have to. Oh, it's a huge part of that story. Yeah, but they they could they. Mm, you can't have Hawkeye in there. You can't have any of Old Man Logan if it's in uh, Fox Stone's the right. But I mean, they they could they could probably put like Doctor Doom in 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 place of Red Skull. Yeah, but who would you who would be that Bruce Banner? Uh, well, Reed Richards, Richards you could, could kind of. Yeah, see, that's, I don't, I don't like, like that, that already. Uh, maybe it, there's something maybe there's something that just with all that really works in that story. It's weird, but that, that really, really works. works. I don't, I don't think you do that with any, with any other character. character. The blob. But nothing to do with the blob. blob. The blob and his inbred relatives. He's, He's dead. dead. Maybe. No, not necessarily. X-Men Origins? That didn't happen. Is that official that that didn't happen? happen? It's gotta be. Well, I don't know if it's official, but the the end of that with with Emma Frost and like Cyclops coming out, and and with Patrick Stewart walking, where James lost his legs, like plastic um, Patrick Stewart, (laughs) like a mannequin or something. It's like a weevil wobble on Patrick Stewart. Stewart. Weevil wobbles if they don't fall down. They They don't. All right. Um, should we do a couple questions? Let's do one Let's or two questions, questions, and then I got to oh, I got to finish up that Halloween article for all you folks. Yeah. Um, let's see. I don't remember where I left off, but I'm going to go with a question from Dark Rider. He says he has two questions. I might have done this. What's your favorite under? Yeah, I think they did they do this underrated superhero team for Marvel and DC. I did that one last time. Um, I didn't. Um, I, I didn't answer. I'm gonna go with Exiles, which is my favorite, favorite team of all time. time. Next to JSA. Next to JSA. I said uh, Runaways. Runaways. Runaways yeah. Depending who the writer was, but was, most of the time they, they were a fantastic, fantastic team. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, uh, Joss Whedon, love his stuff. Wasn't crazy about his Runaways. No, he's no, the, the, the DKB the was the best stuff. stuff my, my yeah. I think when when they went into the past. Yeah, yeah. Like, mm, didn't really work for me. And then, um, then was it Terry Moore that did the other one? The other series I didn't, when they didn't, relaunched it? I wasn't, I wasn't the biggest fan of that one. That one. I, I, I was read through issues. issues. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, and then DC, who's an underrated team in DC? Uh, the Rogues? I was going to say the Rogues were the only team that I would consider underrated. underrated. But they got their own miniseries. 
which is, which I, is love. I love. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go to the next question. Let's see how right, answer. Right. No, no, uh, this no. is from Young Doctor. Who is Young Great? Which, uh, yeah, I don't think I did this one. With trans, normally I keep track of this, but I, I dropped the ball. Um, with Transformers and GI Joe getting an ongoing together, which I don't, I don't know if I heard about that. Um, which other two franchises should also get one? Ooh, I think they, did I hear? I'm going to look this up. Did I hear correct that there is going to be? And X Files, and what? Who do you think could cross over with X Files in the IDW universe? Um, Lock and, Lock and G? G? No. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, no, so I heard correctly. Um, um there's going to be an X Files Ghostbusters crossover. Oh, no. Oh. The tones for both those books are so different. different. You, can't, you could do it, which they did. X Files 30 Days of Night. night. So that, that works. works. Yeah. Um, Ghostbusters? Well, so here's, I mean, the question is what? what is it going to be a full on crossover? Because remember when he did that yeah. contestation? Yeah. Like, those weren't really true crossovers. Because no, I mean, they, they, they never—they were all in their separate universes still. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So see, this is a third invasion. Um. New event is called X Files Conspiracy. The problem is with this cover that they're showing, is and there's like a bunch of files. Uh-huh. It's called conspiracy, and there's like a top secret Ghostbusters file. So, but you see like a picture of the lone gunman. And it looks uh, it has their likeness, and then there's a picture of Ghostbusters, and they're they kind of look like animated, like totally that, different that, art. And that's, that's the problem with the crossover, crossover like, that, like that is the even though even the other movies, 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 the, the comics, the are, comics are, so are so animated, animated feeling, feeling and kind, and kind of, of jokey. jokey, like the Eric Burnham stuff. stuff. Yeah, Eric Burnham. Which has really been fun. It's just you can't have that crossover with very dark, serious, and gritty. Maybe that's not so much gritty, gritty but... but yeah. So, um, Eric Burnham's going to be writing this. Um, he's, he's done he's wonders, done wonders on those Ghostbusters, so. so yeah. So there's, I guess, there's going to be other one shots, and then it's going to wrap up in X Files Conspiracy Number Two. So I wonder if it's going to be like a full. I, I, I just, I don't know. I mean, because if it's called conspiracy and there's all, all these case files, maybe it's like, hmm, there's these people. Are they really hunting ghosts? Is this true? You know? Yeah. You know? So I, well, I, we'll have to wait, to wait and see. see. Yeah. So I don't know if I'd want to see that. Actually, this kind of reminds me of the, um, the, the off their minds that I, I posted about a TV uh, comic crossover. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it was Chris Yost that said Sword and X Files. Sword the comic? The, yeah, you know, Agent Brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the X-Files. I can't, I can't get off, get off of, uh, 30 Days and Nights and X-Files. X-Files. Do, do, do another one of those. Somebody. Somebody. X-Files and 30 Days. Yeah. yeah. They did that comic. 
no, 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 do another one. And I actually meant X Files and the television show Thirty Days by Morgan Spurlock. That's right. That's right. Okay. So this is my idea. I just, I didn't dismiss. I just said okay. Yeah, that's your dismissive okay voice. I don't know. Yeah, that's your dismissive snow. I know it anywhere. anywhere. Mm, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. okay. I don't know. Uh, but let's see. So what, what other... I'm trying to think of what, what franchises would be good. Um, I'm going to go my bookshelf over here. Yeah, because, mm. I mean, you'd, it'd be... You'd have to look outside. You, you can't just look at like Marvel and DC because yeah. you know, those are all all together. And then your other franchises. Right, again, yeah, I'll go back, back to X Files and Lock and Key. Yeah, I, I I can see them in trying to investigate that. Yeah, I I'd, I'd like to see Star Wars and X Men. I was actually going to go uh, Star Wars and Rom the Space Knight. Rom the Space Knight's never going to... I don't even know what the deal is, who owns the rights, but it's never going to happen. No idea. All I know is there's like some craziness. Because they, they brought the Space Knights back. They just yeah. couldn't mention Rom. No. But um, I don't know if you remember that X-Men Star Trek crossover. That was an actual uh, novel, wasn't it? There, there was a comic. Oh, there was a comic, too? Yeah, Mr. Spock gave Wolverine the Vulcan Death Grip, or not Death Grip, the whatever. Nerve pinch? Yeah. And it, it took him out. Wolverine can't be stopped, but only by a Vulcan. Yeah. Um, someone on another forum thinks the Goblin King may be Peter, may be Peter Parker and Norman Osborn's body. What do you think of this idea? Mm. I think that... Well... But how do you get the Norman Osborn body? body? Maybe... Okay, so in Amazing Spider-700, he programs that little spider octobot thing and tries yeah. to get Spider-Man, and he's like, uh-uh-uh. He's like, no, no, yeah. no. Oh, oh. That, that commercial, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, they're trying to throw like garbage, you know, in the wastebasket. You know, that was my voice. <laughs> and it was um because so, Doc Ock had the, the shield on the back of his neck, so the, yeah. the thing couldn't. So he's like, oh, 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 not new. But but see, that would be. I mean, it could be possible to be crazy, but then Peter'd be like, like, oh, oh crap, I can't. I can't go back into my own body. Oh, but wait, Norman Osborn's in the hospital. He's in a coma. Why don't I just go take his body? I, I don't think he would do that. But I don't know if that, that's, that's plausible. plausible. Actually, I think it was before issue 700 that Norman Osborn's body disappeared. I think it was actually 698. I'm trying. It might have been the same issue when, when we found out that Doc Ock had switched. And, and then there was, like, for the longest time, there was, like, no mention of that. Maybe Dan Slaughter's been trying to distract us all. Well, I mean, well, that, that actually happens. happens. It, it just would seem, no, and, and why would Peter be 
like, hey, Hobgoblin, you're not going to be Hobgoblin anymore. You're going to be... Wait, no, he's the Goblin King. Isn't he the Goblin King? Yeah. yeah. They made him the Goblin Yeah, so that doesn't make sense. I don't know. So who knows? I, I don't know. Um, do you think Kristen Bell would make a good Carol Danvers? As a TV and film actress, she could appear both in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and in a big screen movie. I'm not sure she What? Oh my goodness. So many people just turned off the podcast now because of you. Dude, Jaws have dropped across the country. Across the world, even. That Matt Elfrick doesn't... But I don't care for Carrie Christian Bell. Is she America's sweetheart now? Is that, is that the thing? Did I just kiss on America's sweetheart? And I thought that was Martha Quinn. I thought it was still Jennifer Aniston. No, I don't know. Uh, well, because I listen to 80s on 8 on XM Radio. Oh, yeah, you still listen to that. Like Alan Hunter, as I know he usually refers to Martha Quinn as America's sweetheart. I don't know if that's true or not. Wait, Martha Quinn from from MTV DJ fame? Yeah. Uh, no, she's not America's sweetheart. That's what, then talk to Alan Hunter. That's what he says. Alan, Alan Hunter is crazy. It's Jennifer Aniston, and the new America's Sweetheart is Kristen Bell, who I do not care for. Um, you know, I never watched uh, Veronica Mars. Yeah, sure, that thing. I never watched that. People loved it. They funded it. Yeah. Um, so if you Google America's Sweetheart, apparently, <laughs> apparently there was a movie in 2001 called America's Sweetheart. Oh, how'd it go? Did you hold the box office? Because we all love it so much. It has a, a 5.6 out of 10. On oh, that's good. It's, um, it's with uh, Julia Roberts, Billy Crystal, Great. Catherine, Catherine Zeta-Jones, and John Cusack. Julia Roberts during the 80s was America's sweetheart. Much more than Martha Quinn. Uh, here's one. Oh, this is from 2011. There's a who is really America's sweetheart? Ninety-three point one Kiss FM. Who I don't know. I'm gonna see if this page will load. Um, let's see. So there. This is again 2011. This is great podcast stuff here. Um, they were watching E Network, and there's an interview with Jennifer Aniston, the host of the show called America's Sweetheart. Minutes later, on another gossip show, Julia Roberts was on, and they referred to her as America's Sweetheart. So I propose to you this question. Which actress do you consider America's sweetheart? I propose a fight to the death to find out who truly is America's sweetheart. And there's no no answer, but there's 12 comments. I, I, I'm going with Jennifer Aniston. And by the way, I call both of those, so I know my America's sweethearts. What do you mean those? They're people. I, call I, called, I said Julia Roberts was the America's sweetheart of the 80s. And then I said Jennifer Aniston, and I, I said Kristen Bell now, but I'm going with Jennifer Aniston. It's America's sweetheart. Let us know in the comments section. This is more important than anything else. Here we go. This is from October 4th, 2013. CNN.com. Uh -oh. CNN.com. Okay, here we go. America, Sandra Bullock, America's sweetheart. Nah. CNN, no. man. CNN.com. CNN is known for reporting 
uh, false news. There you go. And there's actually a song by Fall Out Boy called America's Sweethearts. Oh, I hate that band, so that doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah. Should we end it on that? <laughs> <laughs> my hatred for Fall Out Boy and how during my my uh, teenage years and they they opened up for every band punk band I saw in Chicago. Can we can we close on that? No, it's not close on something else. And and what do you want to close on? One more another know. question. Let's do one more question. All right, this is from Volshock. It's actually two questions. Which of the upcoming Marvel titles are you looking forward to the most? Um, uh, yeah, I, I'd have to say, since you're thinking, I'll say um, I, I wish I had the – actually, that's, that's tough because I'd, I'd need a list. Obviously, I'm looking forward to Silver Surfer. Because um, especially after an interview yeah. with Dan Slott, hearing him talk about it, so you know he's he's definitely got some some big ideas there. And I like how he said that you know we've only seen such a small tiny portion of the Marvel universe, you know, of space. Yeah, there's so much more. And then plus the fact like Mike Allred, like that's gonna be crazy to yeah. see that. Um, I'm trying to think what else there is. I wasn't looking forward to this uh, Black Widow film Noto's drawing. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's um, it's going to be interesting when it comes time to who's going to review that. Yeah. Because I bet you that, that that girl, Jen, she she always tries coming in. I call dibs on this. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, she, she tried calling dibs on Velvet. I was like, are you crazy? I, I stayed away, stay away from that fight. <laughs> Because, because um, I I totally missed it when um, and for when we were doing the essentials picks, yeah. And she so she's like, oh, I'll pick that. I was like, okay, you you can have that. You can do the write up for that. But I had already um written the review before because oh. I because I read you know I got from from image I got to read it early. So I was like, sorry. <laughs> so, um. But yeah, that that I'm I I'm so intrigued by by that title. I think that that yeah, I think Silver Surfer for me is the number one, and then Black Widow number two. Um, mine. And there's uh, I'm 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 curious about Secret Avengers because it has Alish Cott and Michael. Walsh. Oh yeah, yeah, that'll be a good one. I mean, because they, they did a great job on Zero Number One. I mean, I, I really like Michael Walsh's art. And yeah. So that could be interesting. Um, I'm, I'm curious about I'm, I'm I don't know. I can't say that I'm looking forward to it because I don't know much about it. But the was it Avengers Undercover? <laughs> yeah. Is yeah. that what it's called? So it's I think it was something like that. Avengers Arena, you know, what's happening next. So I'm curious. I don't know if I'm looking forward to it because I don't know what it's about. Um, she Hulk, but that's not till February, I think. At Charles Soule. There's only one She Hulk writer in my book. Um, that's Dan Slot. What about John Byrne? Uh, John, I know I'm offending people by saying that, but uh, I, Dan Slot is my favorite She Hulk writer. His run was amazing. Which one? 
on both volumes. Well, well I'm sorry, that, well, that whole one volume and the second volume that came back where I forgot who took over, but they really serious it up. I think it was Peter David. Um, and then, last question. What are your thoughts on Batman Eternal? Um, the first thought that goes through my head is, do we need another, another Batman book? Um, how is this different from something like Batman Black and White or Legend of the Dark Knight book? Well, I can tell you that right there, it's different because it's in continuity. Yeah. And it, it seems, I mean, I don't know if they've, they've released a whole lot about it, but it, it, it seems like this is the opportunity to tell more, you know, to bring in other characters closer to Batman and tell their stories, you know, because mm -hmm. the, the one image, you know, everyone's like in the cape. So, you know, you can see how they directly affect where, I mean, because the thing is like, like, you know, okay, if, if they're going to bring Batwoman you know, closer into the Gotham universe or whatever, Batman yeah. universe. All right, you know, whatever, fine, cool. You know, I, I can, ex you know, she's in Gotham City, so it makes sense. But yeah. you would like, I would like, and I'm sure a lot of people would like that book to kind of stand on its own. So if you're going to have a Batwoman story focused maybe closer to Batman, why not have it in this other book rather than, I mean, like, I don't like when the, the crossovers come into the other books. And I, I, I'm sure DC likes it because people may, you know, actually pick up those books if they're not. But I would yeah. rather the books keep their their own identity. And then if you want to bring in another character, you know, like like let's say you know Jason Todd, you know, he's he's got his own book. But you want to bring him back to Gotham? Okay, he can have the story in Batman Eternal, have an arc or whatever. Uh -huh. So I don't know. I'm gonna read it, but. I, but I'm thinking, yeah, it's like some of the other Batman titles, I, I don't know how I feel about them. Way too like, many. Like, like the Dark Knight, I was, I was when, um, what's his name, Greg Hurwitz started yeah. doing it, I was, I was really, I was really interested in that, but then it's like that Sand, or Sam, Scarecrow art just, it felt like it took so long, yeah. and then, then we had the Mad Hatter, so, I don't know, I, I kind of fell off that a little bit. And I, I like the regular Lee. Batman and Detective. That's all you need. Yeah, John Lehman. You know, he he's doing some good stuff. But I, yeah. as much as I, for some reason, as much as I wanted to read it, I didn't read um, the Wrath storyline. I, I, I really enjoyed, enjoyed that, that storyline. Story yeah, it's, I, I haven't read that yet. And then, um, what else is there? Oh, Batman and Robin. That that feels like it's like I don't even know what's going on there now. I mean, <laughs> that book feels like it's just waiting to die. It's like Batman and Two Face. It's like, yeah. I, mean, I, I guess it's kind of in a weird situation with, you know, because there is no Robin. Yeah. You know? And, you know, are they going to bring in another Robin? It, it it almost makes you feel like, are they? Because why would they keep this title still, you know, as Batman and Robin? Because in, yeah, in the yeah. small print, it still says Batman and Robin. Yeah. So rather than just like officially, you know, rename it. Which I, you know, I guess would be kind of weird. So, and it, it's it's like that. Are they bringing back? Are they gonna bring back Damien? Probably not right away. I don't know. Are they gonna bring in someone else? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But yeah, for me, um, I'm 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 I cannot express how much I'm loving Zero Year. 
I mean, and I, I think a big part of it is that it's set in the past, so uh-huh. it, it's more isolated from the other books. Yeah. yeah. Even, even though Zero Month is coming up. Or whatever you want to call it. But I don't Zero, know if that's Zero Month? I, I think November is where um, they're going to do all the the crossover stories. Yeah. yeah. Or, or not necessarily crossovers. But, I mean, some of them it, it are, are going to be, be interesting. Like, I'm really curious about, uh, I think it was Green Lantern Corps. That's going you know, yeah, to be John Stewart, 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 so... so. Yeah, because he, he didn't get a zero issue. You know, Guy Gardner yeah. was in core, and Kyle got his own, and Kyle got his own. So I think that's going to be interesting. And then, like, like the Flash, that, that seems weird, too. But, you know, we could see Barry Allen before, you know, he got his powers. We so can see him as a cop. Yeah. Um, I saw an ad in one of these comics. Or the, the other Because there's, there's going to be, I think... Action comic is is getting one, getting a, a, a zero issue. So it's like, is that just going to be Clark Kent hanging out in Smallville? Well, um, I'm trying to think of that that time. So it might it, it it could still be jeans and t-shirt Clark because in in Action Comics number one that was set that was before. Justice League, yeah. So yeah. that that yeah. So he might still be there. Um, Batgirl, like Batgirl and Nightwing. I don't know what they're gonna do with those. And Batwoman. It almost doesn't seem like we really need a zero issue because we we kind of seen her. You know when when she was at whatever the, her her school her academy whatever. Yeah. Catwoman. I don't even want to think about Catwoman. And like oh, Red Hood and the Outlaws. Because like, I, I don't see what they could do with like Red Hood and Outlaws when we saw Jason Todd in the Zero issue, and you know the same thing with Nightwing. Is it Nightwing going to be at the circus? I don't know. End the podcast. I don't know why we even talking about that because we're talking about Batman Eternal, not Zero Year. Because you, you went, went right, right to the Batman, Batman book. That's where you went. This guy's name is Batman. Yeah, because you wait for issue twenty-five to come out. All right, that's a podcast, because this is supposed to go up in 10 minutes, and that's not going to happen. Nope, nope, I still got to give it to you. <laughs> All right, um, so next week will be a regular show, and I think people will be happy if, if everything goes according to plan, because hopefully hopefully this, this sounded well. I have faith in, in, your, in you, Matt. <laughs> it's all over. Your faith is going to go right down the toilet so, so if, if this sounds really bad, send your PMs to Inferior Eagle. And I will ignore them. Oh, man, I, I haven't looked at my PMs in a while. Don't yeah, you never do. Um, that's too many, man. So uh, keep asking your questions. Go to the Ask Your Man video questions thread. Um, yeah, so some of them have built up, so that's good, because we ran out of questions for, for a bit. Um, you can ask on Twitter. Um, use the hashtag AskGman, or you can go to Tumblr. Um, was it Tumblr? Oh, I always forget what the, the Tumblr. How I have no G-Man clue. From heck, GmanFromHeck.tumblr.com. Go there. Um, podcast is Friday. We'll have to see what happens there, because uh, Corey will not 
be on the podcast because he's got to open the store, his store. So we'll see. We'll see that. I'm going to be in an aquarium, so take that. In an aquarium? I'm going to the aquarium with my buddy. We're going to look at fish. Hmm. Interesting. Sounds romantic. It is. We're going to have a great time. We might kiss. Mm, okay. All right. And on that note, as everyone envisions that, uh, mm-hmm. thanks for listening. Uh, let us know what you thought of this show. Read those comics. Watch out for your spoilers. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. So, so my question, my is, question is, who could it be? We don't, we don't know. And I would like to ask you which comic book does affect you most emotionally. Yeah. Yeah. That's the question. Don't shake your head. I love Alan Davis. This is a John Byrne issue. I love Alan Davis. I, 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 I wasn't a fan of this. That's the question. You can't blame the immediate creative team. I give this a two. <laughs>